Blog Talk Radio. Well, Lisa, we're here today. Again, it's Monday afternoon, and uh, we've got a good show planned for people, and, and I'm excited about it. And uh, you and I were talking about it this morning. And it's manipulation yes. in relationships. So how do we how do we end that and quit reacting and respond? So that's one of the thing, avenues there. But um, what do you think about that subject, Ken? Have you ever experienced it being done to you, or have you ever – I think we all have done a little bit of manipulation. Yeah, I've got a head cold. i got a runny nose. I can't go to school today. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. oh, yeah. No, I never heard that from my kids. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, how many exams have you got done today? Today, today, three. I was like, oh man, no, yeah, have to go. So anyway, but right. yeah, right. No, I think and also in relationships starts at a very young age. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. First time we experience this with our moms and dads when we go to school. That's what I think, you know. So or who yep. makes the cookies? The dog did. <laughs> I gave it to the dog. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, the cookie jar. Yes, yes, yes. And then our sweethearts, you know, uh, from we practice manipulation. Girls try to be the damsel in distress. Not so much anymore, but used to. Sometimes they still do. And guys try to be the hero, right? And meanwhile, we're all scared inside and uh, not not trusting ourselves to be transparent, you know. So, right. Anyway, I, how do you how I do you work on that? I kind of call that too like crying wolf. It's kind of like crying wolf. Yes, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, very much like that. I remember my mom told <laughs> yeah. me that story the first time. I was like, "Can you tell me that story again? That's a good story." Yeah, said, you know yeah. the lesson. She goes, "She goes, you know the lesson." I said, "Yeah, let's get a wolf." <laughs> no, it's not the lesson. I knew it was let's the lesson. Get a wolf, was, but no. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So yeah, the so crying wolf and and uh, have you ever experienced it with any of your you know like your boyfriends when you were growing up or? Or whatever. Um, you know, I don't remember it so much in a relationship per se that really like strikes me or comes to mind. But I was definitely manipulated by my kids, and more so my youngest son. He knew what buttons to push, and he knew how to work the system. I'll just put it that way. And to a degree, he still does. So um, <laughs> you gotta love you know, him. The thing is, and, you know, we talked about this earlier, too. The thing is, is how do you respond versus react? Because the human side of us wants to react with our emotions. And that isn't always, you know, the best. And I think that goes, you know, pretty much with any kind of um, challenge that we face. You know, we're all so quick to jump in with an emotion. Even if it's somebody driving down the street and cuts you off, what do you want to do? You get really mad, and there's a finger that some people might use that they probably shouldn't. But, um, huh. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yes. Right. So, you know, I, I guess, you know, through just some experiences of my own and, you know, resources that I have been reading and listening to, you know, you really just have to take a step back sometimes and say, you know what, if you really want to cut me off, then go for it because I'm not the one that's speeding. I'm not the one that's going to cause an accident. You know, you're the one that's going to pay a consequence, maybe not right now, but down the road. So, you know, I I really have had to like dial back on my reaction versus responses. That is very good. And, um, and I, 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 
I I've done my own uh, reactions and and manipulating not manipulating because I'm not a manipulator but I remember um, I'll say this I got so annoyed that my ex we were engaged I told you this that he yeah told, sorry our bird of uh, Florida you know the ambulance that's our bird our national na- national bird um, but oh my goodness anyway so yeah right wow um, so what happened was. He told me that his son would move out in a year, right? And and I said, sure, we'll split all the expenses down the middle because I know it's like, you know, with kids sometimes they need a little, little help in hand. And um, and his son was 25, I think, 24, 25. And so when he, he at the end of the, nothing got better, and he, if anything, got worse. And I said, are you going to move him out and get him somewhere and get him some help? And he said, no, I don't want to really put another timeline because he gets said, a, I said a year. And uh, he said, I don't want to put a timeline on it. If, and uh, I said, that's not cool with me. So I said, I remember that moment saying, I got to move out. So instead of re- responding, okay, I looked at him. I said, well, great. You and your son, I would say his name, but I'm not going to do it. You and your son can take turns riding in a wheelchair when you, <laughs> you get old enough. Mm. <laughs> he does, you know. And I was yep. like, that's not nice. Yeah, but, you know, because I knew he was going to be with him forever, and I needed to move out. And I did. It was one of the hardest things I did. But I did respond. I took my time, got a home, got a place for me and my dogs and my daughter when she came to visit. And um, here we are, you know, now. But I don't think me saying that, I think that's a little mean-spirited, but it got my point across, right? And I don't really feel you should do that, but sometimes you feel it's okay, right, to say really when you're so hurt. And uh, I didn't cuss him out and do anything. I just said that one comment, then I made preparation and moved. Um, but I do feel that when you when you react, like I, I have a client today. I always have a client, but I talk a lot to a lot of people. And uh, she told me today, she said, um, she said, he said this to me and his car was there and he's not taking time for his daughter and 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 he's not, and, she, and he's doing the same things over again. I said, that is not your call to make. I said, he's trying, mm-hmm. you're trying. And I said, you, and I said, do not go down there about a 28-year-old girl that is the daughter of one of his friends. She's also, the daughter is, that's also your friend's daughter too. And uh, I said, and he's not doing anything wrong. I said, he's just not. He's not spending time with his daughter. That is, that is, that is him and you, he and you to talk together. And also about, um, uh, you know, you, you, where he's going and what he's doing, you don't, that is not yours to call. You, you just, when you're separated and you haven't worked it out and you've agreed not to date, but if you go out to a ball game or whatever, you try to control that, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that, right? Certain things you, do you need to see your daughter more or your son? Absolutely. But you can't force that. You just can't push it, right? Because the kids will suffer. Right. The little ones will suffer. Yes. You know, so. agreed. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so she blocked him and all this and reacting. I said, you need to respond. I always think about Grace Kelly. You and I talked about that this morning, I believe. Grace Kelly was, had some horrible things happen to her in her lifetime. Had some great things, but she was always very elegant and always very reasonable. What, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Reacting yeah. or responding? Definitely yeah. a woman of um, that set a very high standard and an amazing example you know, on how to react and respond versus responding. And, you know, Tari, I think we can also maybe even, you know, throw in the word boundary, you know, during the um, manipulation and, you know, 
the reactions versus responding because I, I do believe that there has to be some set boundaries in what we as individuals will or will not accept. And it doesn't mean that we have to be mean-spirited. And, you know, I totally understand what you were saying. I mean, my God, we're all human. We're going to react. I get it. Sure. Um, but yeah. I, I, do, I do also feel that if we can control, because only we can control us, the boundaries that we set around us and to know what we won't put up with pretty much, you know, what what are we willing to you know, um, guard ourselves against and what are we willing to let that guard down True. for if any time. So I think they all kind of go hand in hand. Go ahead. I agree. No, I, please, I want to hear what you have. They go hand in hand. What were you going to say? Because I was just I was, um, drinking a drink, a sip of water. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no problem. No problem. No, no. I was just, you know, as I listened to, you know, the, the situation that you just shared about your clients, I'm just thinking, you know what, there, there needs to be some boundaries. And boundaries are all part of responses and reactions. But it's how it happens. So, again, I mean, I can't stress enough, we're, we're human beings. We're going to have emotions. It's just managing those emotions. And that's, that's a tough to that. You know, process to go through. Um, and we're all learning. You know, like Joyce Meyer always says, I'm not where I used to be, but I'm better than where I was. And I can't even oh, stress that phrase enough because it, it has really hit me hard when I heard her say that. And I'm thinking, Gosh, you know, no, none of us are perfect for, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. But if we're making progress, at least we're not back in that negative where we used to be or we're not back in that dark, you know, spot where we used to be. Every little step that we take is moving forward and is moving, you know, into a more positive um, aspect of the situation. So it's, it's baby steps. Nobody said you had to... Run that mile, you know, if you need to run maybe just a little bit of a sidewalk, you know, that's better than what you did yesterday. So we can't be that hard on ourselves. We have to allow all of this to transform and to process. And, again, it's not an overnight change. I mean, this happens over years. I mean, I've been with my husband now. You know, we've been together 25 years, and prior to that I was married 15 years. So, maybe 16 at this point. Anyway, um, it's just, it's, it's a long train coming. It really is. So that's, you know, kind of my feedback on that piece. Okay. I agree. I a hundred percent agree with you. Boundaries are very important though. When you react to someone, I is like, uh, today I was listening to her, to this, this woman about her husband. And I said, and I said, you know what, this is, you're reacting. And you're calling him all these things, but you yourself have certain things. And I said, blocking someone to to piss them off is not cool. Um, but it's like, and, and I said, you're doing the same thing. You're doing things that bother him, and he's doing things that bother you. Um, and so, you know, it's like you're in the middle of a war, right? One's on the south, one's on the north side, for instance, the, the Confederate war. And you sit there and go, I do not like guns. Don't you shoot that gun at any of me or my man. And the other guy's saying the same thing. But you guys are in the same playground, playground, playing field. So 
you right. can't make decisions. You can't be rational to when you're doing the same thing and wanting to be right. And you're a victim here. Nobody's a victim except, except the little ones, right? Little girls, little boys, whatever. And, uh, you know, you're, you, you, many, any of us are not a victim. And I think that we have to get rid of the victim mentality and pull ourselves out of the playground of um, when you do this, you do this when you're mad. When you do this, when this happens, you're mad. And trying to right. make a decision is, is, is hard. I, like I said, I, you know, I made a joke about my guy. He's, he's young and his son is young, but they'll be together forever. That's the reason why I said that. Um, but one of the things that I, I do know is that it is easy to, to, to react and then to respond. It is also really, really tough um, to do anything with the, same, with the same mindset that caused it. So you've got to pull yourself out of that playground and go, and, and go, go to the side, go to the right, left, or whatever. But you've got to find a neutral yep. place. You know what I mean? I, yeah. That's what I feel. I, you know, no, I, and that's I hard. It is very hard. It's very, very hard. And, you know, listening to what you were just saying, it's almost like that, um, what they call it, the mouse on the spinning wheel. You know, like if you keep doing the same thing, you can't expect different results. Like you have to make changes to get different results. Now, who's to say that the change you make is going to work immediately? Well, who knows? You know, it all depends on the situation. It all just, you know, depends on, you know, the people involved. But, you know, you have to also look at, you know, how we as individuals are managing ourselves so we can then manage situations. And that's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's hard. You know, I look at my my husband and he's so, um, like, whatever situation comes to him or us collectively or me, whatever it is, I mean, he always has a way of looking at that and reasoning responses, if that makes any sense. Like, he doesn't just jump. Yeah, he's not one that's like an emotional reaction. Like, he somehow has been given this gift where he can be extremely calm. Um, Well, let me back that up. Unless the Browns are playing, he's not always that calm. <laughs> um, yeah. but, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you don't hear him screaming all the way down in Florida. <laughs> like, um, How cute is that? Yes. But, you know, there, there's just some people that, and again, I don't know if it's from experiences he's gone through or, you know, people in his life that he you know, mentored or looked up to, but he has a way of being able to look at whatever situation and just be, I don't want to say okay, but very calm about it. And for me, it's not that easy for me. I'm getting better. Like I said, I'm not where I was, but I'm better than what I used to be. Um, It's, it's a tough, it's a tough road to haul. You know, everything we're talking about with relationships, none of this is easy. None of it is an easy transition we all have to learn by going through it, right? You have to go through it to get to it or get through it to go through it, something like that. But it's just, um, you know what I'm saying. But I I know, you know, everything that you said is spot on. Um, The advice that you're giving is beyond excellent. You know, we can't wallow in our sorrow. You know, we have to be able to pick ourselves up. We're adults. Pick yourself up, 
look at the situation, know what you need to do to change yourself to be able to respond maturely, you know, because we aren't children anymore. I mean, yeah, I guess there's a piece of us that we're always little kids, but, you know, um, when it comes to relationships, we really have to look at the better outcome. Right. You know, how you respond. That's and hard. So forth. So it is very hard. That's yes. hard to do. Yeah. yeah. It is hard. hard. That's a good point. But that's, that know, is that's, a great point. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, our conversations that we have, you know, will help someone at least, you know, get through a situation that they're in because, you know, we speak from experience and we speak with each other. And I know that you've helped me. You say that I've helped you. And so you and I collectively want to be able to help those that are listening, you know, in whatever situation they're in. And just to know it's not going to be like a snap your fingers and be done. Yeah, that's true. And it it never is. But I will say this. This is what I really do feel. Um, I think that that it you. I always believe in this. I I have a three rule. The number three. So it's either three seconds, three minutes, three hours, three days, three months, three years. It's never that long. But anyway, I did not. I try not to react right away. I try not to do that. Right. And uh, so give myself a three second, three minute, whatever. Um, that's good. And and I think yeah, I think that's important. Uh, the other thing is is that. Boy, it feels you sit there and you go, I don't want to lash out, but I, he said, she said this to me and I want to get even. I want to prove them wrong. Yeah. Right. And then it becomes, yeah, so it's hard. And I also think when you're going through a tumultuous time in a relationship and maybe there's children and maybe there's not. So I'd like to take your, get your feedback on this because I know that I never let my daughter meet anyone unless I was going to be with them for a long time. And or they, I was in a relationship with them with the hopes of getting married. You know, that, that's what the rule was for me. But I, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I was going through a divorce, right, I said, okay, uh, I was young and, uh, you know, and, and everything, but I want my priority was my daughter, okay, not to hurt yes. her and, and to make, be friendly with my ex-husband, friendly with my ex-husband, because I didn't want my daughter, I wanted her protected and not to have any issues with either one of us, Right. And on on beating her dad up or him beating me up, right, or or whatever. And so I think when you go through a separation and or a divorce or you're trying to work it out and you're separated, whatever, I think the main priority has got to be children or child. Do you agree with that? I do. I absolutely do. And I've been there myself. You know, I had two boys when I went through my divorce. They were very young, um, grade school, kinder, like kindergarten and second grade or third grade, something like that. So they were very young when I went through my divorce. And um, I was the one that asked for the divorce. And I remember going to my husband at the time and I, you know, basically said to him, you know, I feel more like you're my brother than my husband slash lover. You know, I I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And again, you know, I'm not going to dig too deep into all that, but I, I just basically said, the kids shouldn't suffer because of what you and I are going through. And I hope that we can, you know, work together. We are still going to be their mom and their dad. We are still going to be a quote family, if you will. Um, But I, I don't, just because we're going through this doesn't mean the kids have to go through it. And I I think looking back, I mean, we, we did a, a really good job of that. And I, 
unfortunately, I do know of families that weren't able to have that transition go as smooth. And that is unfortunate for the kids. Um, Absolutely. I, I, yeah, okay. yeah, so that, that is one piece of advice that I would, you know, give to those that are maybe having some struggles with the children is, you know, as adults, you know, again, keeping in mind we are the adults and we're not, you know, perfect by any means, but as the parents of these innocent children, we have to make sure that they are not the ones that are blamed, that they are not the ones that, you know, have to play mediator, that they are not the ones that are taking, you know, the hit, if you will, when mommy and daddy are arguing or can't get along. You know, it, it's, it's crucial for parents to have a very um, civil relationship the best that you can especially right. in front of the children. That is so true. Thank you for saying that. And um, one of the things that really has helped me, and I know for you as well, is I pray and meditate. Every morning I get up and I meditate, I get three things I'm grateful for, and I pray. And I'll tell you something that I did do, and and I pray for my uh, my ex. My That sounds so bad. I pray for my ex-husband when I was married. You know what I mean? And I pray for my my fiance, my ex-fiance, because if I'm praying for them, right, you know, and if you don't, you go, I'm so angry, I'll just send anger out to them. So I think mm-hmm. that's pretty important to do because there's where miracles happen is when you're praying for you. Yes. And maybe it's not even a guy or a girl. Maybe it's a sibling. Maybe it's a best friend. Maybe it's somebody you work with, right, that that your relationship is really a mess. So we're get, using guys and girls right now, but there's so many types of relationships. You know, your boss. Um, one of the things I used to do to my um, uh, to my ex is I used to send him butterflies because he loves butterflies, and I didn't have to send him love, right? Because I was still I was still angry inside, and um, but that helped me. So send a symbol. It's all good when you do that. I know you're like, oh, sweet, that sounds so childish. Well, you know what? Should we be a child a little bit more, and we we wouldn't hold on to things as much? I don't believe, but anyway, symbols oh, symbols are so powerful. True. So you know, true. Yeah. I, I couldn't have said it any better than what you just did. You know, we, we have to be able to pray for these people, which is very, very hard. But I did read in one of my Joyce Meyer books that, you know, something that oh, she yeah. had made a statement about was, you know, as hard as it is, if somebody is hurting you, then they're hurting God. And even though God yeah. loves us all, but if, if this person is hurting us, then and we're not happy with what they're doing, then God isn't happy with what they're doing. So we have to be able to pray for these people, for whatever challenges they're going through. Again, hurt people hurt people. So we have to continue to pray for them and, you know, let us have that childlike innocence when it comes to the love that we have for each other. That's true. Letting go and letting God, that's one of the hardest things to do because, you know, I sit there and I'll sue about stuff, and, and I know other people do. And I'm sure you have your moments where you sue about it and think about it. Oh, yeah. It's a very southern yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So turn it over and say, okay, let go, let God, let the angels go, let in God and, and Jesus and uh, Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity, Mr. Holy, like I say sometimes. But, yeah, if you just do that, the Holy Family, and, and, and do that. 
there, some wonderful miracles will happen. That's what I do feel. And uh, no matter who it is, but we're talking about relationships, every type, friendship, as I just said, your boss, right? Because how many of us get mad at our boss, right? And by, i.e., your, no, for example, your wife or your or your husband is not your boss. You guys are part of partners, right? So um, right. just remember that, too. Yeah, being friends. Because you and one thing I love about you guys is you guys are friends, you and, you and Rick. I yeah. mean, you guys are best friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we are it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's a joy to hear things. And by the way, uh, Asher will give us a vacuum cleaning lesson. Her grandson will be vacuuming. <laughs> <Yes>. Vacuuming. <laughs> I love those stories. I do. Oh, He's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, you know, he wanted so, to vacuum uh, today, so that was fun. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, and Rick's out with him today and out in the yard playing with him, right? And. Uh, how can you feel bad when you got a like a little boy over there who's just a little toddler growing up? You know, you want right. to, You don't want to miss that. You know, you want to you want to enjoy that. So if you're mad and angry and bitter, you don't you 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 miss that. So we're gonna ha- run out of time. So tell us about what we're gonna be talking about because it was your idea, great idea by the way, and he's super excited about it. So starting next week, actually. Yes. So um, as you all know, I follow Joyce Meyer, and I have read six of her books, and I think they've been huge in transforming my mindset through things that I've been going through these past few years. And I was sharing with Cherie that the latest book that I read from her is called Unshakable Trust, and it is absolutely mind-changing. I mean, like we have been talking today, you know, about our mindset and how we respond and, you know, how we have to have boundaries. And it's all about us because nobody else can monitor or manage us except us. And this book truly, truly does give very concrete examples of ways that we have to put our complete trust in God and the angels, oh, just wow. like Therese just said, and the Holy Spirit and the Holy Trinity, the Holy Family, you know, your loved ones who have passed, you know, they are watching over us. I know they are. I know my family is. And oh, yeah. as I read through these books and I, you know, read these examples, the consistent message is, again, let go, let God. Trust him impeccably. Because what we feel needs done right now isn't on our timeline. It's on God's timeline. And if there's a reason why, it's because he knows what the outcome is going to be. So he already knows what's going to happen. He already knows what we've done. He knows what we're doing. And one of the biggest, another big message that comes through these books is when we continue to worry about the future, we're losing what we have today. And it's so, if you look back, at least I have, I've looked back on the worry that I have been going through, what, Cherie, these past three, almost four years, and think, right. you know, I can no longer let this person allow me to lose all of this precious time. I can't do it anymore. And it was just like this aha moment. And so I, I, wanted to sh- I wanted to share with all of you the impact that these books and these messages have had on me because it really has transformed the way I think about myself and the way I think about 
my circumstances and my life. And I was just so excited. I told Tree, I said, you know, maybe we can talk about this at some point in time. She's like, let's do it next week. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so. you know, because we really wanted to delve deep in relationships, not only with men and women, but, you know, siblings. Because I know there's all kinds of good stuff and not so good stuff with every kind of, with every relationship. And so, right, she she told it, shared it with me, I'm going to read it because so, I love to read. And uh, I love to learn, and so that's, that's what we're going to do. Thank you, Lisa, because I'm excited about doing that next next week, and, and, and hopefully it will inspire you guys that are listening today or later. I also want to, I think the week after, Lisa and I are working on bringing, I, I've talked to a couple of people, and you talked to a couple of people about bringing people on so we can talk to them. I'll just have like a little little uh, session here, freedom, freedom finding session, right? You know, how they're healing themselves and doing and, and we, we, we want to do that. So uh, that's something we've been talking about as well. So we're working on that. So not this next week, next week, I'm super excited, as I said. And uh, so thank you, Lisa, for covering that. Beautiful. So anyway, um, so I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. and We can do the same to people, whatever you want to do, Lisa. And thank you. By the way, you were wonderful today. And thank you, Teresa. How are you? I'm I'm honored to be a part of this uh, this show and this audience. And I I really do appreciate all of you that are listening to us and that take the time to think about our words. And hopefully, we are encouraging you, encouraging you to make the appropriate changes in your life that you need to help you be happy and successful. Yep, exactly. Thanks, everybody. Again, have a great night or day, great rest of your day. Columbus bye day, bye. By the way, <laughs> bye. Yes, bye-bye.